Hi, welcome to Sold with Updike Pew, and I'm Jeff Updike. And, and I'm Weston Pew. And we're talking this afternoon about myths about selling your home during the holidays. It's an interesting time because, you know, people are just a, have a lot of questions whether they're doing the right thing, bringing it on, and, and, and there's this apprehension. And so we kind of wanted today to come on and talk to you a little bit about what our real life experiences are mm -hmm. during the seasons. Yep. So. so Jumping right into them. The first one is um, there are no serious buyers during the holidays. Well, I think our activity level this week Alone. would indicate otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, this um, you know things happen. Uh, th real estate happens because of all of the big things. That mostly happen because of all of the big things in life: birth, death, marriage, divorce, job change, kids moving out, kids moving in, going away to school, all of those things, and. Those things all continue. Yeah. It, life doesn't stop just because we get towards the holidays. And one of the things that um, in new home sales that we used to always say was that bad weather and the holidays mm -hmm. were indicative of a real buyer coming through because nobody's out just kicking tires. Yeah. Um, that they're actually out there doing something serious. So if it was raining and I had open houses, I was loving it because you knew that the minute that person walked through that they were serious about buying. Mm -hmm. And I think that we see the same with even the buyers that we're representing right now. I mean, they are hustled and they are ready to make commitments. Yeah. So it's kind of helped us to show urgency and that we're really going through it with some of these um, offers that we've made this week. Yeah. And you know, one of the, uh, if we're kind of just moving forward into the next one, one of the other uh, myths that we see out there is that there's so much for buyers to choose from at the end of the year. And, and that's a tough one. Um, inventory does get a little bit lower mm -hmm. right now. And um, it's not a bad thing, but the deal is, is that that just means that there's less competition for, for you as a seller. Mm -hmm. And so if, if you're working and, 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 and we help you get it to where it shines like a little diamond, mm -hmm. it makes a lot of difference because it may not take as much effort um, in a heavier season when a lot of people are on the market. I went back and looked at the, uh, the number of homes that were uh, new homes that were coming on the market in November of uh, 18 compared to June of 18 and November of 17 to June of 17. Mm -hmm. And there were 22 to 24% fewer homes that were coming on the market during this period. So it's not that, you know, all you have left is to choose from is what everybody else didn't want. There are homes, there are reasons that people put their homes on the market right now. Yeah. And, and they're motivated to do it. I mean, the inverse of what you were just saying about, you know, buyers coming out during the weather, sellers don't put their houses on the market during Christmas just because they want to. They do it because there's a, there's a real motivation for them to sell. Yep. And the other thing too, is that when it gets really down to those core days during the holidays, your home doesn't have to be on the market yeah. during that time. There are ways for us to create blocks and rules so that it doesn't show and you are allowed um, to enjoy the holidays. So yeah. it's not as scary as what you think. Yeah. And, uh, you know, one of the other myths that I think we deal with out there is that, uh, you know, that if you don't close on something in the spring, you lose all the benefits of your tax benefits by, you know, waiting until the end of the year. And that is not true at all. No. As long as it's by um, Jan uh, before January 1. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you get the you get the benefit of as if you'd been there the entire year. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's key, especially if there's not um, a homestead exemption that existed because maybe you bought a house that was um, someone's second home mm -hmm. or maybe you bought a house that was actually um, flipped. Mm -hmm. You need to get into it so that you can get that homestead exemption. Yeah. And there's, you know, even from an investor point of view, 
trying to get something on the books by the end of the year, you get to uh, start picking up some depreciation the year of your purchase. You also get to write off uh, many of the closing expenses that you have in that tax year, as opposed to waiting to the next the next tax year um, for that to happen. Yep. Very good. And what's the next one? Uh, that there's no relocation buyers in the market this time of year. And and that's, I, again, that kind of goes back to the point you brought up earlier. And, mm -hmm. and that life situations um, and jobs, they don't change. And they're always happening. Mm -hmm. And so we don't see that big of a change because a lot of times January 1 is the start date for a lot of careers. Mm -hmm. And so they have to get in place and make some decisions for, the, for themselves. Yeah, moving, you know, there's a period in there um, when you, you know, nobody necessarily would choose to move around the holidays, but many times that's when companies want that to happen. And there's a period there where if you have children, the kids are going to be out of school. Um, there's, you know, many times you've got uh, vacation time that if you're leaving one job and starting another one, there's vacation time that you need to eat up. And so you want to do that before you might leave a prior job. So you you know, you'll use that toward the end of the year. So very good. And then what's the last one? Um, that there's really no benefit for sellers to wait until this time of year um, when there really is. I, I think that it when, you know, if you're a seller and you are wanting to be as ready as you can be in the spring market, mm -hmm. now is a good time to, to go ahead and have your house on the market to sell. Because if you do take, if you put it on the market now, and you have less competition to deal with, you've got the same number of buyers percentage-wise out there, um, and you can get in a position where you, in the, when the spring rolls around, you're a cash buyer or you're, you're in a position where you're a non-contingent buyer. And the other thing is, is that that is a, a huge um, leverage for you when you're actually negotiating the sale of your home mm -hmm. is that you don't have one already under contract, and so you may have to make adjustments to what you would take for the house. Mm -hmm. um, it's just, we see it time and time again when there's less requirements on on a buyer to become a, or a seller to become a buyer, mm -hmm. and they don't have that house around their neck. They're able to like focus on one and make the best decisions for that. Mm -hmm. And then like you're saying, move into the position of purchasing, and again, have all that energy and resources to focus on that and make the best decision again for them there. Absolutely. And it, and it, you don't realize it's, there's a lot of stress when you buy or sell just one, mm -hmm. but when you try to dovetail the two together, I think that that stress level, even for us, yeah, it amps up a lot because yeah. now we're working with multiple closing dates and, and we're working with yeah. option periods on both sides. And yeah, that is that is a very tight tango. It um, is, and you know, and I think we've gotten really good at that, helping mm -hmm. people navigate that because we've we've done so much of that of over the last few years. But um, it can be, it can create stress that you know you, you want to try to avoid that and setting expectations in a, in a time period like that I think is like one of the most incredible things to actually work through with our clients on the calendar of events and mm -hmm. show people how things happen and look at best case scenario and then of course really focus on what could be worst case scenario true so if you're thinking about putting your home on the market this time of year give us a call we'd be happy to help you we'll have, be happy to talk through timing um, if you are thinking about buying a home and you want to take advantage of the tax advantages of, of owning a home January 1, 2020, mm -hmm. then we would love to help you with that. Certainly reach out to us and we would, uh, we, we'll jump right in. Absolutely. And I think that we had um, just kind of not off, a little off topic on this, but we forgot to bring up in the very beginning about the show. Yeah, we're moving. 
well, we're not, we're just changing times. We're actually going to stay here with the company. <laughs> so what are we moving to? So our first show in January, which is going to be on January 8th, we are moving to Wednesdays and we are moving to 1130 AM. And I think that's great because it's going to give us a little extra time at the beginning of the week. Plus we're hoping that some of you will join us um, during your lunch hour um, and that we'll catch a few more of you, uh, the viewers. Yep. So Great show today. I've really enjoyed it. It was a great one. Thank you so much. And remember, we want to be your realtors for life.